Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mindshare Mentorship Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I have a good question from Mark in the uh, submit a question section in the Mindshare community, and he's wondering about taking vacations when you are when you when all of your clients are on retainer, and what do you do when you want to go away for like a month? You know, and obviously the question is then uh, his specific question. You know, being that since March of last year, we've all kind of been you know since the pandemic hit, we've all kind of been on the offense and going hard, and uh, you know generally. Very few of us have, have have had time to kind of stop and to take a break. And um, but when when you do ramp up and you are busy and as things are going, how do you take a full month off without losing you know ten, twenty, thirty thousand plus dollars per month, whatever your revenue is? Uh, because if you're not working, it's really hard to justify uh, earning money. But you do need extended breaks, and I really believe that that's a really big factor in terms of getting um, having the the energy and the fuel to maintain the work that you do. And you know, certainly at the end of this year, I was feeling pretty run down, and I've been managing that lately, and you know, um, not taking on more work than I can handle, which has been a really big big benefit. But like Mark, I'm thinking at some point I want to take an extended vacation, whether it's a couple weeks or a month, uh, at some point, you know, in the summertime and wherever. Uh, and so, how do you, how do you do that? So I think my suggestion, you know, if you are on a monthly retainer kind of basis is, is I typically take like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to take a month, I do a couple things. One is I'll try to take it not like the beginning of the month, the end of the month. I might take off, you know, the last week of July and the first two or three weeks into August. So that might be a factor. So that way it's not like, you know, assuming your clients are kind of working on, you know, month, month over month basis, you're not kind of, you're not kind of just disappearing for the entire month. Maybe you're going away for one or two weeks. And if you split that up and said, you know, the last two weeks of July and the first two weeks of August, then you're kind of gone for a couple of those weeks. Um, but you know, um, but you're not gone for a full scope of the service, right? So that way you can still can continue to deliver the value, leave them with enough kind of work and, and things to do, you know, set up a few, a few things and then, uh, uh, be available maybe or maybe not depending on, on the scope of your work. And, and then the next month kicks in and you're only gone again for the, for, for two out of the four weeks. So most clients are, I've never had a client ask me for any kind of a refund if I was going away. If I couldn't really be available for a long period of time, I would pause things or extend the, you know, on the back end of my say six month term, a couple of weeks or something to make up for it, which is another way to kind of do it without losing kind of cash flow. But um, generally speaking, I think you want to prepare for this as long in advance as you can. You want to talk to clients and say, hey, by the way, I'm going to go away uh, mid July. It's going to be three weeks or four weeks, whatever you think you can get away with. If it's four weeks straight, you're going to run into an area where you're going to maybe feel like you owe them a break, whether that's you know, 25% of the service or 50, like you're going to want to meet them halfway just so they don't feel like they're getting less value. So that's something to consider. Um, so I recommend if you're going to do three or four weeks, rather than looking for a, a break, which can end up making your, your vacation very, very expensive is I might do, um, I might make myself available by email to answer a few questions, although I won't promise next day turnaround. In fact, maybe I'll say I'll get to you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll spend time every Friday or every Monday addressing any of the questions that you have, uh, but I won't be available for phone calls. And that alone can get rid of a lot off your plate in terms of scheduled stuff. You can focus on your family. 
And, you know, you, you kind of, you know, that, so that's kind of one level of buffer, right? Because there's no point in going on vacation if you're going to be working the entire time. The other level of buffer might be, well, I'm available. I'll do maybe one call, you know, in the middle of the week or the middle of the session. So we'll skip two weeks and then I'll be around for a day of calls. And then I'm going to go away for, again for two weeks. And that way you kind of bookended kind of the work you're doing. Um, but the whole main, the, the main thing to be focused on is that you're still moving in the direction. You're not slowing down projects. You've lined everything up so that they have enough to work on. Uh, they can ask you for questions if there's an emergency, but they should, they should respect the fact that you're going away, you know, and not really lean on you too heavily while you're, while you're on vacation, but it's up to you to set expectations up front. It's up for you to prepare for that months and months in advance to tell your clients what you're thinking of doing. Uh, and then, then, as I said, ideally you want to split it up over a couple of months. So it's a week or two here and a week or two there. And it's really, you know, more or less two full months are sort of intact uh, and then be available by email if there's any emergencies, but just tell them that, you know, you're going to be on Island time or whatever you want to call it. You won't be around to kind of answer the questions uh, right away like you normally would, and you're definitely not taking phone calls. So set strict boundaries. Tell them you'll be around if needed if there are any questions that come up, which I think is a fair thing. Tell them it might take you a few days to get back to them. Uh, you know, and then, uh, and then really work hard, maybe even double up calls or double up things in advance and just say, you know, we'll make sure we'll do all the things needed to, to get you set up and running so that you're, you don't need anything while I'm away. And then if you really think that you're going to put your head down and not be available whatsoever, and that's the balance only you can really decide, you may want to offer like a 25% break and just say, otherwise I'm still available. I'm just not taking calls and you can email me whenever you want and I'll get back to you as soon as I can, which might be, you know, the evenings after you've done your day or, or the mornings before you start it, whatever works for you. But those are the kind of general tactics that I use. One is split up the month. Two is prepare in advance, far in advance. Three is tell the client what you will and won't do to manage expectations. Uh, four is be prepared to double up work on the front end and or the back end. And the number five is, you know, maybe give a little bit of a discount if if uh, if you think that it's warranted, if you really want to put your head down and be out of the office for for that time, which you've which you've earned. Right. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you have to feel it out. You know, obviously, if something feels wrong, like you're like you're just kind of taking advantage of a situation, you're going to go away for four months and not offer four weeks without offering any kind of a break or any kind of a access to you, then that may not fly. That shouldn't really fly well with you. But if you're kind of meeting them halfway and then doing the thing, which is taking a break, which, which, which all people do, uh, I think that should be totally fine, but try to break it up so that it doesn't just completely take over a month, which could end up, as I said, turning your $5,000, $10,000 vacation into a $30,000, $40,000 vacation. So that's it, Mark. Uh, thanks for the question. And if you've got any other feedback or tips, let me know. And I'd love to hear what you're going to plan on doing and how you end up doing that and, and where you end up going. Hopefully it's, I don't know. I don't even know if you can go somewhere warm when you live in Canada, but it'll be warm by July. So hopefully you can enjoy that time wherever it is uh, and, and re refuel, refuel your tanks. Um, as always, everyone, thanks for listening. And if you like this content and you want, you know, you want me to keep doing it, uh, continue to share it with people, you know, it means a lot. I've had a lot of referrals and testimonials come from you organically. Uh, and, and I really appreciate that. And, um, yeah, keep spreading the word as much as you can and, uh, I'll keep showing up and keep doing this as much as I can as well. So I love, I love what I'm doing and I love working with you and, uh, I look forward to hearing from you again soon. Drop a question uh, or comment. Bye.